Welcome to Make the Grade with the success doctor, Stephen Green, where you'll discover actionable strategies to help your student to reach their academic goals, to excel at standardized testing, and to plan for the college admissions process painlessly. And now, here's your host, Dr. Stephen Green. Hello, Dr. Stephen Green, the success doctor here with another installment of the Make the Grade podcast. And uh, this one is, I think, a really important one. If you are going to be a junior, maybe a senior, maybe even a sophomore in high school, listen up, pay attention, because this is all about planning ahead for the all-important SAT or ACT exams. And there's a a lot more information about this on the Make the Grade website, which is makethegrade.net. But I'm going to entitle this podcast a timeline for success for the SAT or ACT. So let's, let's define a few things here. First of all, what are the SAT and the ACT? Well, the SAT and the ACT are exams that students take typically in their junior year, although you can in your senior year as well, that many colleges, in fact, pretty much all colleges, use as one of the primary admissions criteria. Other ones include grades, GPA, which is typically the most important one, extracurricular activities, clubs, sports, community service, everything in that ball of wax and personal statements and essays and so on and so on. But these tests are, I guess, notorious, notoriously difficult. Uh, a lot of people struggle with them, unfortunately, because they really aren't testing in the same way like a school would. So that's what the tests are. And the idea is you need to get a high enough score, basically, to get you into the school you want. Now, what I want to talk about in this episode is a timetable. Because I see very, very often in my tutoring caseload that students and their their parents, they say, well, we got to take the SAT, we got to get a good score. But they really don't have a timeline where they know they want to get that done. Okay, so that's what I want everybody to learn today. Remember, the theme of this podcast always is to give the listeners, the parents, the students, things you can do. You can listen to this and right away move into action. So let's talk about it this way. Number one, how do you decide when you're done with the SAT? (laughs) Let's start at the end. Let's start with your goal. Well, in my opinion, your target score the score you would be your walkaway score when you are done, whether it's an SAT or an ACT, should be defined by your target school. So it's kind of catchy. Your target score should be based on your target school. Because you don't, there's a point of overkill. Obviously, there's a point of underkill. But you don't need to over prep. And I've seen that happen a lot. So target school determines target score. Now, in my view, when I work with a student or their family, my goal is to get the students to reach that target score, typically by the end of their junior year in high school. Now, there's a lot of variables because you may change your target school. You may decide you're going to go for a more competitive college or university. Maybe not. So things can change. But let me me, me start with this this way. Number one, whenever you enter into any sort of test prep program, whether it's an SAT or an ACT, you always want to start with a good diagnostic. The scope of this podcast episode is not to decide if the ACT or SAT is better for you. This is global. That's going to be in another episode. 
Uh, so stay tuned for that. So here's the idea. Let's start the beginning of your sophomore year, okay? So the beginning of your sophomore year, typically students will take the PSAT in October of their sophomore year. In my view, you don't need a lot of prep for this, if any. Uh, I've done kind of mini programs for this where we just get students acclimated to the test. But the PSAT is kind of what it sounds like. It's the preliminary SAT. P does not stand for practice, stands for preliminary. So pretty much sophomore year, that's what you're looking at. Now the rubber really starts to hit the road the summer before your SS, junior year of high school. And this is where you have to start to do some planning. So I'm going to kind of draw a line. We're going to take this like an academic calendar starting in September, going back to the next August. So bear in mind, the goal is to try to hit your target score by the end of your junior year, if possible. And once again, target score is determined by the target school. Now coming wrapping around in your junior year, we're going to take the PSAT again in October. But here's, here's your choices, and this is where you want to plan. You have SATs in October, in November, in December, in March, in May, and in June. And then there's also one in August at the end of the summer. Those are seven opportunities to take the test. The ACT is given in September, October, December, February, April, and June. Again, many opportunities to do it. Some people will co-mingle, do both tests. But when you enter into any sort of plan, what you want to do is look at the short-term, the medium, and the long-term. So my suggestion is starting in the summer before your junior year, look at when you're planning to test. And some of this is going to be determined by when you have more time and when you have less time. If you're in a sport that's a fall sport like football or, or, or field hockey, uh, you're going to have less time in the fall. So maybe your focus would be to wait a little bit, do your heavy prep in the winter, and then take the test in the spring. Flip of that, if you're involved in spring sports, you're going to do it the other way around. Maybe you prep heavily in, in the fall, and then hopefully you get it done and you don't have to worry about it in the spring. But this is where the forward planning really starts to make sense. And what you also have is sometimes things just happen. I've had people where they're They've got weddings and they have graduations and all sorts of things that conflict with test dates. So there aren't that many of them. There's enough, but there aren't that many of them. And you don't want to spend a lot of time and a lot of energy and in some cases a lot of money prepping and then finding out the day you want to take the test doesn't work. So that's the really first thing I want everybody to understand. The beginning or the summer before your junior year, you want to really look ahead, see when the dates are, See what fits into your schedule, and then you create a plan, number one, based on your target score, number two, based on the timing of when you plan to take the test, and with the goal, in my view, ultimately, to try to finish the job by the end of your junior year. Now, this can include testing in the SAT and or the ACT or any combination of both. As an aside, I have a really excellent PDF that summarizes this entire thing. It's available on the Make the Grade website, it's makethegrade.net, then you click on the tab SAT, ACT prep, and I, I, it makes this very visual and I think very easy to understand. You can wrap around, there's nothing wrong if the targets aren't hit to do these again in the beginning of your senior year, which would be August for the ACT, SAT, it begins as an SAT, uh, ACT, sorry, in September. It just prolongs the process a little bit. And at that point, you're all also starting to work on your college applications, 
which you want to start to do in August or certainly in September of your senior year. So themes for here. Number one, plan ahead. Look at the calendar. Look at what's going on. Develop a long-term plan before you jump in. Number two, your target score should be determined, in my opinion, by your target school. College admissions are very competitive. You got to want to make sure you hit those numbers. Three is plan ahead, do your assessment, figure out where you're starting, and figure out where you need to get. And this is really a good recipe for long-term success. Ultimately, your test prep goals should be able to train you to execute up to your ability on the day of the test. So, Dr. Stephen Green, the success doctor, the theme and the goal of today's podcast was to give you some ideas on how to plan your timetable for these exams. It's problematic. I see a lot in my caseload where families just don't know when to do this or what's a good time or are they ready or not ready. So you have any questions, please reach out. You can look at me, look up on the social media, on the Facebook page, my personal page, or the Make the Grade uh, community pages. You can ask there. You can email me, et cetera, et cetera. I am here to help. So we're going to wrap this up. There are subsequent uh, episodes or other episodes, depending on when you're listening to this, that do address, address is the ACT or the SAT a better test for me, and a lot more drilling down into actually how you get this done. So... Thank you for your support. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing this with other people who may have an interest. And I want to wish you great success. Dr. Stephen Green, the success doctor, signing off. You've been listening to Make the Grade with the success doctor, Stephen Green. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe. For more resources and support, please visit makethegrade.net.